NCRP Productions presents the Fireside Chat Series. Well, welcome to another Fireside Chat. Uh, this is Barry. Hey, this is Pedro. And we're going to talk to you today. We've been thinking about what do you guys need to know about the crazy stuff we've been mm-hmm. doing. We're going to talk to you today about where are we? Yep. And Pedro, we're, we were looking at starting with, we were just discussing, where were we? Like, where did all of this start? Yeah, I mean, it's it's wild to think we've been doing this for about six months now. About six months, um, yeah. Yeah, so six, six months ago, you know, we... I mean, we've been gaming. I mean, I've been gaming with you for what over five years now. Been over five years, yeah, over five years now, and you know, you've been gaming for longer, and I've been gaming for longer longer than that. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, we've podcasts starting to really get big, and you know, we talked about our games and you know how much fun they we have, and we thought, you know, hey, what's a crazy idea? What if we tried recording it? Yeah, I remember discussing it with you and asking because I remember probably over a year and a half ago, I remember thinking. These podcasts thing, do do people really listen to other people play games? How strange. And then I, you know, I tried a few. I tried listening to Critical Role. I tried listening to Glass Cannon Podcast. And they were they were interesting. And some of them were actually a lot of fun. Started listening to more and more and realized, okay, I can see it. But then the question becomes, are we good enough? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, on my end, I mean, I had been listening to people game for a, for a while at the time. I mean, I started with, uh, was it Acquisitions Inc., I think is where I really started. Sure, yeah. sure. And then I remember just like, just thinking how crazy it is that, you know, these guys are doing this and how fun it is just to listen. I'm like, wow, this is, this is crazy. Well, you um, listened to some of the stuff. Yeah. The guys from Acquisitions Inc. were talking in one of the, one of the discussions they had about going to a convention and suddenly looking out and seeing X number of thousand people Mm -hmm. waiting in the audience to watch them play a game. I remember Matt from Critical Role, Matt Mercer, was saying the same thing. as they. He said they had no idea when they were going out that there would be that many people in the mm-hmm. audience. They thought a couple people might show up. So, yeah, it's kind of taken things by storm. Yeah, and it's great, too, that it's becoming such you know a mainstream thing, the hobby. And so, yeah, so then we we had talked about it and decided, hell yeah, let's, take, let's give it a shot. And that, so, that sounds kind of positive, but yeah. I think the reality is we talked about it and we kind of let it go. Yeah. And then we oh, got that. Yeah, I guess yeah, the, right. Yeah. You think about it. The crazy thing was we we get the um, we get the money we get the stimulus money. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, last yeah. year, and I remember asking you. I said, "Hey, so I got a crazy idea. Remember, we were talking about that podcast thing. What if I were to buy some mics, a mixing board, computer?" And you were like, "Yeah, you know, I I I feel like you were there in spirit, but 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 we're giving me the whole spirit at the time." Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's probably I'm kind of like you know I think it's that that self doubt oh, that, yeah. that has been a real. I, luckily, we're doing much better now, but I think it definitely in the beginning. I think with any endeavor, you're not like, well, yeah, they're doing it, but but I me do that? Yeah. What, why, why, what makes you think I could do that? That's a huge detractor yeah. that self doubt thing mm-hmm. you, you hear all the time fake it till you make it all of those type of things but boy it sits there and you, you start listening and you're like i don't sound good I, it's not an interesting topic oh god nobody's gonna listen to me uh-huh, uh-huh. and then luckily we broke through it enough to at least start and then uh yeah we really it, it's funny how we started because you know we were like well what, what are we gonna do we have it all setting up which setting it up 
was a whole thing too. Like having to research and find like, okay, well, what's some, what's a good setup? You know, I, I remember having to look up, you know, different mics and stuff, you know, cause there's for anybody who doesn't do this, I mean, there's a whole lot to this, but you know, there's things like, and you can look this up later if you want folks, but you know, condenser mics versus dynamic mics, right. which is the best one. We went with dynamic mics, which I think honestly was a good thing because you're hearing it now it's it was sound. A great, it was a great choice yeah. and, and, and i'm gonna let you out there know pedro spent at least two weeks picking out just the mics just the mics just i just wanted to make sure <laughs> it was the right one and you know part of that's making sure part of that you know doubling back making sure like was this the right choice oh well right. there's you know every every other article you read is like yeah this is a great choice what about this? Right. And then, yeah, so we got the mic. Then we had to do the the digital interface, you know, where we plug all the mics in, the soundboard, and then learning the soundboard, oh my too. God. Yeah, you spent I hours mean, doing that, trying to figure just, out how does this work. I mean, even you, to the point of us plugging in the mics. So the one that we're using is, is a Zoom setup. And we were plugging in mics, trying to figure out how it goes. There are four buttons to get the thing going. It's mm-hmm. not. It's it is plug and play. It yep. is absolutely plug and play, like it said. But it's plug play and then do a whole bunch of stuff to yeah. make it work. <laughs> uh huh. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, set it all to zero and don't touch a lot of buttons. Right. Yeah, you'll get it. You'll get it to work basically. <laughs> And then not to mention having to figure out the program, making them talk. I think we recorded a little bit at first uh, before we realized, oh, none of the sound was going through the mics. So right. It was all from the computer. Why <laughs> right. Why does the sound, why does it sound so far off? <laughs> and I'll let you know, again, Pedro did a lot of research work on finding things. We tried Cakewalk. We, we, we were mixing and hit film. Mm-hmm. We ended up on Audacity as the program that we're using to actually take this the, the raw data down. Mm-hmm. And that was that was quite a bit of work, and then yeah. having you learn that because I, I don't have you know not that you have that much time, but I don't have as yeah. much time as you do to be able to do things like that. So it feels like we've got that part down, like mm-hmm. getting the stuff into the computer and getting the stuff from the computer back out to the viewers, mm-hmm. listeners, listeners, listeners. I, I I think we've we've gotten that mostly down. Yeah, yeah, and of course there's always more to learn, but like you know, yeah, kudos on you for you know getting it down, doing the editing. It's thank you. It's a lot, and luckily for anybody who wants to do this too, Audacity is free. But with that free comes the the price of having to take some time to learn it. <laughs> but once you do, it's it's fun. It's wonderful. Uh, yeah. And then so yeah, so we set everything up, and so then you know we were thinking, well, what what could we play? And then our friend Michael, who is in the game and ran the first one we did, you know, our Dishonored game was like, well, hey, I just picked up the Dishonored RPG, and there's a, a little short keyword short at the time <laughs> um, adventure in the back. Why don't we run that? And we're like, yeah, let's test it out. So we got a game. We got a game together. It was uh, you, me, Michael, and Ty. Right, right. The first, uh, just, the first yeah, setup was first the three setup of that. us. It, it's funny because my memory is, I know I know Michael had picked up Dishonored the day we talked about it. I had picked it up at my store at North Coast Role Playing that day. It was still in the shrink wrap when he was talking to us about it. And he said, well, I can learn this. Let's do this. So that was kind of a fun start to it. Oh yeah, no, and it, it was it was fun because you know he talked like oh yeah we'll, you know we'll do a couple sessions shouldn't shouldn't be more than a few get a, <laughs> get a nice idea for it, and then we played one and we were just like this is it this is great let's it was just, fun yeah let's you know we'll play it we'll play a few more yeah you know just a few games we'll just see. And those few games turned into a, the whole gosh darn campaign. 14. 14. 14 for season episodes one. for season one. <laughs> and season one did not end the entire intro adventure mm-hmm. that he keeps reminding us talks about the intro adventure in the book 
tells you that it's going to take two or three sessions. Yeah, if, if I, 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 <laughs> after knowing what we have done and what could do, I don't know how anybody, unless you just really streamline, unless you super streamline, is sure. going to do this in a few sessions. Joel, it's things, it's yeah. things like not getting into a bar fight, yeah. not taking mm-hmm. a box of rocks and yeah. smashing it around someone's room. I uh-huh. mean, if you do all the basics yeah. and ignore the side. Oh, you got to deal with the the dead eels. Uh, make a roll. Okay, mm-hmm. you fight them off. That okay, great. Now that they're two sessions gone, but I can see the short of it. Yeah. What What was nice for me is we started with Michael running Dishonored, and it was the three of us. And we were kind of enjoying ourselves, kind of putting things together. I don't, I don't know that I had even edited the first episode at that point, but I had thrown the episode over to you, yeah. and Sequoia had said, "Hey, you know, I'd like to listen and see what you guys are doing." And I think, I think the greatest compliment to us as as a group, because I, I don't know about you, but I was very, very nervous. I thought, boy, it just. Do we sound good? Is it, mm-hmm. Does it sound stupid? And her saying, and Sequoia saying, you know what? I want in. Yeah. It was like, yeah. wow. It was, it was pretty crazy because I wasn't even sure if they would, you know, want to, want to listen. You know, of course they're super supportive. So started listening. And then, yeah, after a couple of episodes, she says, I want it in. I and, want and in. And we, we got her in. Uh, Michael, Michael mm-hmm. and her worked on her character. I, I like the fact that. Her character is very fleshed out. You, uh-huh. you, the listeners, don't really know that much about Finny yet. No. You're, you're, you're learning. We, the players, didn't actually know that much about Ty's character. No. Yeah, no, no. I mean, there, there were several reveals. We won't, you know, don't want to spoil too much, but... Yeah, there was several reveals. Angus Angus's backstory blew me away yeah. as the game started progressing. We learned more and more. I, I remember those last two episodes. I kept turning around and going, "What? What? Yeah. What?" So. I think Ty had spent enough time reading it and getting it set, so he had his stuff hidden. But Sequoia got the the, the full beginning. We were playing. We had done a zero session. Mm-hmm. She hadn't been here for that, so she was actually able to take the time to review the book and figure things out. Oh yeah. But it's been it was wonderful. We had such a good time. We got good reviews from people who were listening. Mm-hmm. We keep hoping there's going to be more. But but to start with, it was fun to have at least some people getting mm-hmm. back to us and giving us ideas of things that they thought we could do. One of the things we learned, one of the things at least that seems more comfortable, for two reasons. One, just for the listener, cutting the cutting the episodes down, we were often running three to four hours mm-hmm. on those first couple episodes. And they're wonderful. There's nothing wrong with it. But we had gotten a number of people saying, hey, I can't sit through it, not because I don't want to, but because I just don't have three or four hours at a time. And depending, depending on how I'm listening to it, mm-hmm. I can't stop in the middle and then restart or it's very difficult. So one of the things we got was t- toning down the time to a smaller time frame. And it sure sure is easier. The second side of it is it sure is easier on the editing thing. Yeah. When I finish when I finish an episode editing, often it takes me more than twice as long as the episode to edit it. So if if we have an hour and a half of raw work, it'll probably take me about three to three and a half hours to edit it down to what we what we send out. And during that time, I'm cutting things, I'm changing things, I'm cleaning things up, rearranging a couple of parts, adding in music, adding in the sound effects that we got that that weren't put on the mm-hmm. <laughs> weren't put on the sound or under the track while we were actually playing mm-hmm. but then coming out of that learning those things i felt pretty good when we started moving to our next step yeah yeah no we we did i mean we learned a lot in those first little bit you know we the first episodes 
please do listen to them. They're a little rough, but even then, the story's there. I think there's a lot to them, and it just gets better. But yeah, so then going going from there, I mean, we really took off, especially our minds starting to you know travel to you know where we are now. Right. So if if we looked at that beginning part as where were we, mm-hmm. this is where we are now. We are running Unhallowed Metropolis for you right now. We have we have that going on a weekly basis, like we started mm-hmm. doing with Dishonored. We're dropping those on Fridays. When we have a fireside chat for you, we will drop those on Wednesdays. I don't know that that's going to be every week. We sadly have lives. <laughs> hey, plug for the Patreon. Uh-huh. Uh, we sadly have lives that we have to deal with right now. But Unhallowed has been going smooth. We just got the third episode up as of this recording. Mm-hmm. We'll have the fourth episode up in, in about a week. And that's been moving along real well. The big thing for the Where Are We Now was us really getting to learn, and I would not call us pros, but getting to learn the social media side. Yes. And that started with you. Yeah, yeah. It was interesting because... Like I've used, you know, I've used Facebook, you know, mm-hmm. casually for stuff. I've used and, Facebook. Yeah, I used Facebook uh, and Twitter. I had a Twitter, and you know, I've used it a little bit here or there. I remember and, what the bird looked like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but really, it, it was it was an enjoyable process because you know it was daunting at first to try and you know figure figure out the ins and outs of Twitter and like not so much even how how to like post stuff, but like the. The community itself, which I've had a blast, like looking into the the TTRPG community, the sure. tabletop role playing game community. I wouldn't have um, ever called it that. Yeah. I don't know it. I mean, yeah. I, I, I'm old, but I don't remember ever hearing it called TTRPG, yeah. tabletop RPG, because I guess that is a def- definition that's not a computer RPG mm-hmm. or a console game RPG, but I had never thought of it that way. For me, it was just role playing. Yeah. Now, now, I mean, with because. Colloquially, role-playing games, as far as I knew, even before I was doing this, are all video game based. You know, no. and so that's oh, that's the way that's, you thought that's, of it. Well, that's the way I thought of it because that's you know that's what I did first was video games. Gotcha, I didn't okay. have you know like D and knew of it offhand when I was growing up. Sure. But then, you know, in later end of high school is when I really discovered what it was. And that was like, oh, cool, it's a tabletop role-playing game. You know, because it's, it's on the table. You're table. not, you know, it's not, uh, yeah. It, it's weird. It's weird when you actually delve into it and think about that. Yeah, you have to make that distinction. But, yeah, so learning and, and going through the, the TTRPG community and then also with the hashtags too, you know, sure. what hashtags to well, that put. That was a tough one for yeah. me to learn. Because it's all, it's all, you know, all new stuff and there's you know the ins and out the social etiquette to it but it's a great community they're they're you know it's a, as far as it you know besides the occasional you know gatekeepers and stuff you've yeah, heard, about, heard about that yeah um you know it's it's a fun community fun to interact it's fun to just go on and you know you don't want to you know learning that you don't want to just plug your stuff you want to go and interact you want to go and you know i remember having fun just like kind of looking through and be like oh my gosh this this game you know just, this game looks neat catching you know eye catching photo go on to the thing you know like some of their stuff retweet their stuff like hey this looks awesome i want to save it for later and then them coming right back over to us and being like oh your stuff looks cool too let's you know follow back for for us i i'll i'll bring up one for us when we first and that was that was you mm-hmm. but when we first shouted out to modifius yes. that we were doing dishonored i think I think that was around. I think that was around the time we did maybe the second teaser trailer. We yeah. didn't even we didn't even drop the episode yet. So it was before January of, of this year of, of 2021. Mm-hmm. But you had done a shout out to them, and I think we had 
maybe 25 views at that yeah, point. Not even very much. And I just, I added them because I was like, you know, this is their game. You know, Absolutely. it's new. Why not? You know, just do it. I didn't expect any response at all. Right. Like, well, it's get... Modifius. Why would I? Right. We got and, 406. Yeah. Was that right? 406 yeah. so, the next two days? So the next, you know, <laughs> the, you know, later that day, I get, I get a little ping, and I'm like, this this, this can't be real. And I click <laughs> on it. Modifius liked it. I was like, oh, that's super cool. A minute later, Modifius retweeted. What? what? <laughs> <laughs> and then I remember, yeah, look, clicking on that. And yeah, it went from like, you know, 24 views. I look at it, and there's at 98 views. And I'm like, what the hell? I remember that day and, I was at work and you texted me, like, we're at 130. Yeah. We're at 190. We're at 260, and I'm thinking, what the heck is going on? Yeah, and then and then it was nice because, you know, we put out more content. You know, I would tag them because, you know, hey, you did it once. Let's see. And they consistently would like our stuff. They would, you know, retweet a couple things here or there. And it was just, it was nice to see, you know, that's the community part. Right. You know, you know just being authentic. And so, so yeah, so Twitter, Twitter is going good, you know, slowly building that up. If anybody out there is trying to do this and you think it's going to be quick, well, you, <laughs> if it's it's quick for you. You really you you somehow struck gold the first time. Right. You know that you know it's not the not the norm, but it's also it's also part of that is not being discouraged. Right. You know, just keep keep going, keep doing stuff. That's like me. You know, some days you know I'll be on there and I'll get like four followers, and I'm like, this is perfect. You know, days will go by without another follower. Right. But then you know you interact and it it just feels good because then you're following back and it's great. And so yeah, so Twitter's been super fun. YouTube, we're on YouTube too. That's right. that's mostly just you know putting up the um, the photo and the video just so people have an alternative way. You know, everybody has their preference on what they want to view sure. on. Yeah, and YouTube, we YouTube, mm-hmm. we continue to get followers yeah. there. The big one for the where are we now? Really, mm-hmm. honestly, was opening up with Patreon. That so one, we, yes. We had we had a running joke of potentially doing an OnlyFans just because <laughs> uh-huh. uh, I'll tell you the secret back for me is I had always heard that Patreon was the place where people who currently use OnlyFans went and I said well why don't we do an OnlyFans and see if we can go the opposite way and and you guys shot me down but <laughs> we did get the Patreon up and running that was a that was an interesting learning effort and yes behind the curtain I will tell you this I think I think we drug our feet for 4 weeks before we put the actual Patreon live. Yes. Yep, yep. I mean, you know, it's it goes goes along with that, you know, fear of success, you know, just like, okay, is this really good enough to put out? Oh, right. and you know, just just, you know, let alone saying, Oh, I'm gonna put a Twitter out and a podcast. I hope people are now you're asking for money. And it's right. not even a lot. I think our tiers are five, ten, and a twenty five year really. Kind of the, we yeah. have the insane I I put one on there because I was listening to a podcast that I really didn't like, I'm not naming it, I really didn't like. And at the end of that podcast, they started talking about the dollar amounts that they had gotten as as uh, payments, and they were ludicrous. They were $500 and $250. There was one for 1000 I thought, this podcast is not good, legitimately not good, and they were getting that. So I, I threw the crazy $25 mm-hmm. one up there. Yeah, and we, you know, everything, everything that people you know, donate. That's, that's great. It's helping us to, you know, move forward, build, you know, build more content. And be, the other thing about it is, uh, another reason we want to do that is that we have other content we want to produce. Right. And we are producing, such as the, so we, you know, we, we want to do all these games sometimes. And this is good to know for if you're running games, not every game works out and not every game has to work out perfectly. Oh, you're talking about yeah. the ones that we haven't put on that we yes. thought that we, so, so yeah, there are a number. Yeah. There are a number of items that we have 
taken and recorded and said no. Yeah. And <laughs> and it's not even and I wouldn't even say this uh, is the one that's up there right now. Great story. Oh, so you're talking yeah. about we should probably yes. talk about this. You're talking about our B-sides. Yes, the B-sides. So the idea with the B-sides was we had we had been talking about well, actually, let me go back. Yeah. When we start recording each mm-hmm. evening, we kind of run the we run the recorder there. We run the recording so people have the ability to get comfortable with the mic. Mm-hmm. So nobody is playing to the mic. And so the idea being you're going to talk about all these crazy things, and at some point we're going to step in, and we're going to say, okay, game starts now. A couple of our people had said, why don't we put that up so people can hear us bantering beforehand? We kind of went back and forth. We haven't done it yet, but the, what came out of that was the B-sides. Mm-hmm. The idea that here is something that that we like that is a little bit different than what we're doing. The Deep, the Dark was something very different. Mm-hmm. The, the Dread Game that Sequoia ran, it's behind the Patreon wall. The only way that you're going to get to hear it is you're going to have to subscribe to our Patreon. But we're looking at doing more of those because here is something that's going to be different from what we do regularly. Mm-hmm. Here is going to be your chance to hear something outside the box for us. And if people like it, we can we can do it on the regular but for now, that was that's what the B-sides were. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and super excited for that. You know, the story is great. And I'll get to the story in a minute. There's something more with that. You know, story is great. You know, you go in, we, we build the characters. So we have the character creation and the game. And then the the game, I wouldn't even say it's bad. It just, yeah, like you said, it's, you know, it's it's different. It's not exactly what we were going to go for. It's not our regular yeah, thing. Yeah, it's not our sure. regular thing. Uh, and so, yeah, we decided, you know what, let's, you know, what are we going to, you know, what are we going to call these things? Um, and I think I think it was Sequoia that came up with B-Sides. Pretty, pretty well I think, was. I'm I almost think it was positive, the, the, yeah. the name, yeah. And we were like, yeah, that's, that's, that's great. Uh, and so, yeah, so we put that up there. And so I... I still think it's worth a listen, and so if you if you feel like supporting and want to want to listen to that, not only will you be able to listen to that, but yep. here's now this what Pedro is going to tell you is the secret to what we're doing with Patreon. Mm-hmm. You will be able to get you know as part of your your patronage a copy of the module that we've created for the Deep, the Dark. Let's be honest. The Sequoia created. Yes, the Sequoia <laughs> created. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that, that's true. Sequoia created it. Um, you know, uh, their story, you know, you'll get to see what you can do with that. It's all all encased. Um, uh, I, I don't want to go too deep into what it is. You can see a preview of it if you go and you look at the Patreon, I believe. It's not, there's... Just, not just, oh, the preview, right. Yeah, yeah you can kind of see the, the preview of what, what it is. What you're able to do is you're able to go in there. Sequoia put together a PDF mm-hmm. that you can download and print, but she put together a PDF so that if you wanted to run the Deep, the Dark yes. for someone else, for your friends, your group, at a convention, whatever, it's there. All the stuff that we went through mm-hmm. in character generation, it's there. Obviously, you're not going to be us mm-hmm. running it, but you've got the ability to download it. And that is something that we had talked about for a while. What content would be on Patreon that wouldn't be out there in the normal world mm-hmm. for people to be able to grab? And one of the big things is we really honestly are all gamers first. Yep. This this is a secondary, as far far lower than secondary, this is a tertiary thing in our world, but it's it's secondary to the actual role-playing side. And so as we're going forward, we've talked about for the Unhallowed game that we're running now, I'm running in Cairo. There was never anything written up. I'm going to at least try and verify with the producers of Unhallowed 
episode that they're not going to be upset with us putting it out there. But I intend to put the Cairo stuff so that if somebody wants to run Cairo for their game, something's going to be written up. A number of our other games that we have going, we have talked about putting components for it. We'll cover one of them quickly here. It's going to be in our near future, but we have the Honey Heist. Yes. And the Honey Heist, what Pedro did is he ran that for us. We played in it. That is going to appear very soon. At least portions of it are going to appear on the Patreon. But behind the Patreon paywall, you're going to be able to get Pedro's script. Is that what they call it? Yeah, yeah. So just going into it, Honey Heist, uh, for anybody who doesn't know, uh, very simply, you have come up with a grand heist to steal a massive amount of honey from HoneyCon. Uh, for this one, it's twenty. it was 2021. Yeah, by the way, uh, he, he forgot to tell you, you're all bears. Oh, yeah. I was getting <laughs> to that. The second part is that you're all bears. There we go. Uh, and so what I did was is because it you know in it you could kind of roll for certain things but it's a small game it's a one page or two page rpg uh and so what i did is uh, you know i want to do a little bit extra so not only would you get in this little you know this little adventure module the map i created you know um basing off a little convention center so you get a nice map with it you'll also get my itinerary which i i'm i'm proud of this one i came up with a whole day's worth of honey and bee-related content, <laughs> plenty of bee and honey puns, and it this that game was a blast. I I'm very excited for that one to come out. Uh, and yeah, so you'll be able to see that itinerary, be able to work with it. I mean, we only got to touch on some of it, but there's a whole number of things you can any uh, what was it called bear masters? Any bear masters want to throw at their players? It'll be all there. So that's. That's something fun that being able to create and be able to give to people that, you know, you hear it, you're fans of it, you want to do it yourself. Here's something you would take and make your own. Right. And that kind of brings us now to where are we going? Mm -hmm. Because Honey Heist is not out. So in our near future, in the very near future, we do have Honey Heist coming out. With that, you're going to get Pedro's notes and the entire schedule plus the map. That'll be behind the Patreon wall. We also have Call of Cthulhu coming. Masks of Nyarlathotep. We also have Star Wars. We have a Force and Destiny game. Yep. All of that is in the very near future. All of that will come... The Honey Heist is going to begin on Patreon. We are still getting some of the frontis pieces made. Mm-hmm. But eventually that will be out for everyone to see. But again, behind the Patreon is the only way you're going to be able to get the script to play it. If you want to play the exact same thing we did. If, yeah. Then uh, let's move forward for there because we have we have some... That's the near future. Those mm-hmm. are things that we have gotten to the point where they're very close to coming. But we have some more stuff that's in the slightly later near future where we haven't started yet, but we're starting to work on it. One of the things we looked at doing an alien RPG. Yes. Now, these are going to be the idea right now with these is we're going to do some smaller games, something that's going to be a little more condensed. Although you know, a two to three night game that ran fourteen nights, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not sure I, how condensed will be. I think we can get there. <laughs> we, uh, we'll work on it. You know, if the first one's you know go, go fourteen, then we go to ten. You know, we'll whittle our way down. We'll whittle but. it down. So the alien RPG. RPG is mm-hmm. coming. I'm going to be doing that one. The idea with that is going to be your basic alien world. I have a twist that I'm hoping to put in that might make it different from other games. We have Shadowrun in the very near future. We have not started yet. We have actually not populated that game completely. 
But we are doing 6th edition, SR6 as mm-hmm. it's called for Shadowrun. And then I'll let you talk about, because I don't I don't completely understand what's going on, and maybe you can educate me as along with the fans. We have the Altered Carbon versus Eclipse Phase games. Yes, so um, to our players, you know, uh, Michael and Sequoia. Michael had brought the idea, I believe it was from one of the cons that he went to, um, with doing this kind of back and forth game uh, between two different systems. Sure. Uh, and so from my understanding, the idea is is that both Sequoia and Michael will be running these games. Uh, one uh, is not fading, sorry, Eclipse Phase. Eclipse right, phase. I think Michael is going to do yes. Eclipse Phase. Michael's doing Eclipse Phase, and then Sequoia, Sequoia is doing do Altered Carbon. Altered Carbon, the uh, new Altered Carbon. Yes, the new Altered Carbon. And from my understanding, they are going to be similar stories and kind of a, in some manner crossovers. Oh my god! I believe that's that crazy. So wait, yeah. so similar stories or, or identical stories? Are we yeah, running I, the same story it's, in both? It's from from my understanding, and if I'm wrong, we'll, we'll be corrected. But uh, <laughs> from my understanding, there's going to be a connected story in some manner, and yeah, we'll be running them concurrently. I'm not entirely sure if we'll be running like you know four sessions of Altered Carbon and four of Eclipse Phase, or if we're going to be doing one or the other. But I'm excited to see because Michael and Sequoia are going to be collaborating and you know coming up with the story together and so I'm really excited to see that because I've never played in a game where you you know take two systems and kind of run the stories concurrently um, I've heard of some some things you know kind of doing similar ideas but it's it's exciting and something different that's far beyond the normal house rules type thing mm-hmm. that we do I, I know for me for years when I was running a sci-fi game I would go out, I would purchase every single game, new game that came out for science fiction role-playing, and then I'd take pick and choose, take pieces from each. That's not what we're doing here, from what I understand. No, no. I, we're I, not mashing. No, no, no. We're, we're not mashing. No, it's going to be two two separate, separate but connected stories. Okay. So, yeah, so I'm excited to see how that one goes. All right. Um, then, then I'll take you forward. We've got, this is... The far future. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I kind of want that. Ah, but <laughs> I don't know if we're going to be able to pipe that one in. Uh, so my horrible singing there, that, that's that's all you get. Some of the things that we have on the docket for us, we are looking at the Die role-playing mm. game, which isn't out now. It is still nope. in beta, yes. but it is available. One of our group really, really enjoys the system. Most of our group is actually reading the comic, and if you have not read the Die comic, oh, man. it is absolutely fantastic. I highly recommend it. And in the back of each issue, he has some kind of a discussion about either the RPG or about the RPG world in general. And the trades are out. The comics are out. It's I know it's coming to a close, and what he had said is at the point, and the writer is Kieran Gillen at the end. And oh God, I hope I said his name right. At the end of all of this, he said that once the comic is done, he is then going to finish producing the RPG and we're going to be able to have it. So my store is going to have it. That's really cool. But we may get to mm-hmm. run it in a beta form before. Oh, Additionally, for possibilities, I know that you had talked about running Don't Rest Your Head. Give us a little yes. preview on that. So... Don't rest your head. So I've I've ran I think two games of this, mm-hmm. and one of them one of them was a little chaotic, but one of them 
I like just inadvertently terrified my players. <laughs> uh, and like I was trying to, but you know, it's hard to actually scare your players unless you really work hard with the lighting and the mood and everything. Uh, but don't rest your head. I love the idea of it. And I've actually used the idea in some other games or parts of it. So for anybody who doesn't know, go check it out. But don't rest your head. It's a small, it's a small role-playing game. Idea is, is that all your characters are, you know, as most characters should be, flawed individuals, uh, and something has been keeping you up. And you have been awake for, I believe it was three days, and at one point, you hear this little click. And the way the game describes it is that click now means you start seeing weird things. You'll be walking down the street, and you're like, why is there a doorway, you know, on that brick wall? There shouldn't be a door. Why is there a window right there? And you start seeing these weird, weird things, and you have you haven't been able to sleep, and you actually really can't go back to sleep right now. Uh, and not only that, you start developing these powers. But along with that, that click they describe in the game is not, you know, something clicking within you. It's actually a gun cocking and pointing at your head because now the the world, the unsleeping world, now has their eye on you. And all these nightmares and different different entities that live in this other world are start coming after you because you're you're now a meal you're on their radar they they want they want they want you okay. uh, and so yeah it's about playing these you know flawed characters and trying to balancing this life that's falling apart around you while also trying to maintain your sanity because the worst thing that can happen to you is not actually necessarily dying it's falling asleep okay well that sounds yeah. exciting that's that's gonna be a good one yeah I know that we have Warhammer 40K, the old Fantasy Flight Games one, yes. the Death Watch setting, was on the docket for us. I think we mentioned this before, but My Little Pony and Magical Kitty Save the Day. Yeah, we some fun, about fun those, little games. <laughs> right, those will be those will be shorter sessions. I know that we had talked about a Weird West Deadlands, the new set, the new set has come out yes. on, on the suede edition for Savage Worlds, the Savage Worlds Adventurers, what was the other two letters? Savage World Adventurers Deluxe Edition. Deluxe Edition, <laughs> right. And that's that we should hopefully be doing. Yes, both of us are big fans very, of the Very, very big fans. I have been playing in a Deadlands game pretty much con consistently since about 2001. Mm -hmm. So this is this is... I think it's fourth incarnation, but super excited for that. We have at least two people talking about running End of the World. Oh, and I'm a huge fan of End of the World. If you want a game system that is great for, for actual one-shots, that right. really, really boils down a great system for showing stress and damage and the taxing of going through an apocalyptic event end of the world has it it got it it got it right i would say even that it's a great beginner rpg because the rules are very simple and straightforward but they work perfectly right and the big one with this one is you generally are playing yourself generally yes you are playing yourself and they have they have interesting mechanics for coming up with with your own stats which can depending on you know if you care you know everybody should be there for a game some of it can because you got this little like kind of roundabout way of uh you know testing to see if everyone's being on the up and up you know if somebody who you know can't lift more than 40 pounds is like yeah i got a six strength and they <laughs> might be like i do you do do you? Um, <laughs> do but, you really? Do you really? But yeah, no, it's it's a fun time. It, it's it's straightforward. Um, yeah, so I think I I am excited. To, uh, I think I I think I was one of the ones that was going to run. There's that. actually I'm not going to let it out of the bag for the other, but there are actually two people that mm -hmm. talked about running an end of the world. 
And I will end our long shot possibilities with, we've had a couple people pipe in from previous talks talking about your Power Rangers game. Yes. And um. so <laughs> I, what I'm going to say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw it out there for everyone. Keep pushing on that. If we get enough people pushing, I think Pedro's going to break down and, and put a world together and put the game back together yeah. for us. I I will say this is um that this is a game that I got to run partially years back. I I had a group of friends who you know I grew up with Power Rangers. They grew up with Power Rangers. They were like Pedro, you're the forever GM because that's who I was <laughs> and still sometimes am. Can we run a Power Rangers game? And I was like, yeah, sure. Um, let me just delve the next month into as much Power Rangers as I possibly can, all the lore. Uh, and they didn't just want to play like a regular Power Rangers game. They're like, can we do something like post-apocalyptic Power Rangers? And I'm like, all right, let's see if I could do that. And I'm tooting my own horn on that one. I, I will, if, if we do this game, I will be able to come up with, I think, an interesting module that will have a nice, interesting world that will be fun to play in and also a good way of bringing all of the series together. And it'll be a fun thing to listen mm -hmm. to. So again, I'm going to throw that one out there. That is kind of our vote-in one. Yeah. If you're interested, please let us know. You know, you can send emails to us. You can also hit us up regularly through any of our links, through Twitter, through Instagram, on our Facebook page, mm -hmm. any place you want to tell us, let's let's push Pedro to run. <laughs> so I, I think I think that's it. I think we've yeah. kind of covered where we were, where, yeah. we where we are now, where we're going, going and and gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, that's the hard thing. I think any GM knows that you have more ideas for games than you really have time to play. This is always true. <laughs> so yeah, we have we have a lot of stuff already thought of and even more to think of in the future. So I think that, that covers it for tonight, Pedro. Yeah, I think that was Thanks good. for joining me. Yeah, thanks for having me. Have a great <laughs> evening. Everyone have a good one. Thank you for listening to another NCRP Productions podcast. To stay on top of everything we're doing, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter and like us on Facebook, all at NCRP Productions. You can show your support and help us continue to produce content by joining our Patreon. We offer additional podcasts like our B-Sides and have GM materials, maps, and other fun things you can discover over time. You can find our podcasts on YouTube, Anchor, Spotify, Apple, Google, and many other fine podcast sites. Just look for us at NCRP Productions. We value your thoughts, so please don't hesitate to leave us feedback or comments. And if you would like to contact us directly, you can email us at ncrpproductions at gmail.com. <laughs>